Buonasera! My name is Marcello. I am a tour leader with Explore. Ciao! Come, follow me. Behind this 200 year old gate is the best view of one of Rome's finest fountains. Ah, oh, bellissima! Look at the Renaissance detail, the sunlight in the bronze! Not everyone knows about Turtle Fountain, but you will if you explore. Search explore.co.uk and don't just travel, explore. Hey there, and welcome to my Saturday mini-sode. I know that weekends can often be quite difficult when you're single and you don't have kids. So I wanted to do a very short episode every Saturday morning, just so that you can listen to someone first thing on a Saturday who totally gets it, who totally has your back, and who knows that weekends can still be awesome, even more so, when you're on your own. I'm going to be talking about all sorts of things from my general wonderings to my words of wisdom about life. Take the word wisdom with a huge pinch of salt to stuff that I'm currently obsessed with, whether that be books or music or podcasts. Whatever it is, I really hope that you guys will enjoy it. So, without further ado, here we go. Hello, and welcome back to my Saturday mini-sode. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about some really key things that I think we should really be trying to let go of because they're a waste of our time, a waste of our energy, and they are simply not helping when it comes to cultivating a positive mindset and finding that inner peace that we all want in our lives. So I've chosen eight things to talk about and I'm going to go through a list and talk very briefly about each one because apart from anything else, I've mentioned some of them before in other minisodes, but I don't think it hurts to hear these things more than once. If you're anything like me, you need to hear things about 57 times before the penny actually drops. So I'm going to start with one that I definitely have talked about before, but as I say, it can't hurt to mention it again because we would all be so much freer and so much happier if we were able to let go of what other people think. The number of things that we've all done in our lives, or perhaps even more importantly, haven't done in our lives because of our fear of what other people might think, it just cannot be overstated. And and I know that I've been held back in my life more times than I care to admit by my fears around what other people are going to think of me. And the crazy thing is that not only does it just not matter, but I think we worry far more about this than we need to, because most of the time people are far too busy worrying about themselves. And one thing to bear in mind is that if you're worried that people are judging you or laughing at you because of something, you know, perhaps something new that you're trying to do, you know, or to grow or expand your life in some way, just bear in mind that anyone who laughs at you or judges you, no doubt has never had the courage or the guts to try it themselves. So if nothing else, at least 
don't worry about the people whose lives you wouldn't necessarily want or don't necessarily aspire to be like. Don't worry about what those kinds of people think about you because anyone who is quote unquote ahead of you is not going to be laughing or judging. They're more than likely going to be cheering you on or they're far too busy creating amazing things in their own lives to be worried about what you are doing. So that's number one. We've got to let go of what other people think. The next thing we need to let go of is saying yes when we want to say no. Ugh, this is just, oh my God. This used to be a really big one for me, but I've learned to set such firm boundaries these days, which, not going to lie, can be hard because people who've known you for a long time generally want you to stay exactly the same do the same things, talk about the same things, etc, etc. And it will no doubt be triggering for some people if you start to put boundaries up for yourself. But I just feel so strongly that my time is too precious to me to be spent doing things that I simply don't want to do. But we're so scared, aren't we, of saying no? But why? Why are we so scared? Is it because we think someone's not going to like us or someone's going to be annoyed or, you know, something like that? But the thing is that that is on them. You are not obliged to do things that you don't want to do, apart from, you know, something that you might do for a friend or family that you don't necessarily want to do. But of course, you do it because you love them. But I'm talking more about those day to day things. I'll give you an example. I said no recently to celebrating someone's birthday. Um, Now, this person is a neighbor and friend, but we're not close. I mean, I love her to pieces and we've been neighbours for 10 years, but we're not close friends. Um, And anyway, she organised a trip to the theatre. This was it was on a Saturday. So she organised a trip to the theatre in the afternoon, followed by drinks and dinner out. So, you know, it was it was basically a whole day. And I said no. And it's not because I don't like her. It's just because I know myself and I knew that if I said yes, the day would arrive and I would feel resentful. And I knew that I wouldn't want to go and spend my whole Saturday doing this thing when I had a million other things I wanted to do. Did it feel tricky to say no? Well, yes, it did. But you've got to be honest with yourself about how you want to spend your time. And in that particular case, I just didn't want to do it. And actually, you don't need more of a reason than that to say no. And the thing is, if if the other person takes offence, I'm not saying she did, by the way, but if that happens, then what you've got to realise is that's on them. That is not your responsibility. And sometimes we have to risk pissing people off for the sake of our happiness and our peace. So, yeah, let go of saying yes when what you really want to say is, Thank you, but no. So the next biggie that we really need to let go of is toxic friendships and other people in our life who don't make us feel good. This is obvious, but how many of us still have people in our lives who just don't make us feel good about ourselves and who we know aren't really good for us, or or even just people who we've sort of outgrown, because that is allowed, that is normal, it's a part of life, we're going to outgrow people, people are going to come into our lives, and some are going to stay, and some are going to leave. Not everyone is going to be in your life forever, and that's okay, and it's totally normal, 
But what's not normal or okay is to continue spending time with people who just don't provide you with any value, who don't have your back, who don't support you, who don't light you up or just don't bring out the best in you or people who bring you down or who just make you feel a bit crap or even people who you just don't have anything in common with anymore. Seriously, we need to be surrounding ourselves with people who, when we come away from them, we feel uplifted, we feel inspired, or we just feel, you know, good. We are not obliged to desperately cling onto relationships that are no longer serving us. It is as simple as that. Because remember, once again, this is your life your actual life. So ask yourself, when I come away from this person, do I feel drained of energy or do I feel energized? And of course, we're all going to have times when our friends are down and need to talk something difficult through. But you know, we all know when the scales tip too far in the wrong direction. So yeah, we need to let go of friendships that are no longer bringing any value into our lives. Okay, here's a good one. I like this one. We need to let go of drama. Oh my gosh. Now, I'm just going to caveat this by saying that I can be a total drama queen, but I think there is a difference between being a bit of a drama queen and being someone who is just constantly involved in one drama or another. And I think we can all think of a person like that. I've certainly had people in my life who drama just seems to follow them around. And I'm sure at some point, one of my friends may well have said that about me. But I've got to a point in my life, and I think this can definitely be an age thing. But I just have no interest in having drama in my life. I just don't have any tolerance for it anymore. It's just not something that I will engage with anymore. And I do think the older you get, then the less willing you are to put up with someone who is constantly having drama after drama. An example in my life is that in the last year, someone who was in my life for many, many, many years is no longer in my life. And my God, can I feel it? I can feel the lack of drama and just issues in my life. And I almost didn't even realise it until this person was no longer in my life because suddenly things were just much more peaceful. And honestly, that's how I like it. So yeah, we've got to let go of other people's drama and our own for that matter. Okay, so this next one is hugely important and it's something that I have to work on daily. But it's being your own worst critic, being your own worst enemy. We need to let go of the negative self-talk. We need to stop being the person who is the most critical of ourselves. You know, the person who is constantly telling us that we're stupid or unworthy or not good enough or less than other people. These are all straight out of my own head, by the way. But we really, really, really need to let go of our inner critic. And instead, we need to become our best freaking friend because it's just bonkers. And look, I am the worst at this, or I certainly used to be. And actually, I still do have a stream of self-criticism that I really have to keep in check. Um, But I really work to not allow it to become the boss of my mind, you know, the boss of me. 
And it is possible to get control over it. It's just a case of making a decision to start being aware of it. It's all about awareness because when we start to become aware of it, then we can actually change it. And that's the first step in reprogramming those negative thought loops and those automatic sort of self-defeating, self-loathing, self-criticizing thoughts that we're all guilty of having. And this is so, so crucial to living your best life because in order to, you know, allow yourself to really be the best version of you, you have to believe in yourself and you have to like yourself. And let's face it, you are the one and only person that you literally spend every single waking and sleeping moment with. So we need to learn to be friends with ourselves. And that might sound ridiculous, but it's not. We've got to start having our own back more than anyone else does. Because yes, if we're constantly deriding ourselves in our minds, if there's constant negative chatter going on in our brains, then we're holding ourselves back, even if we're not consciously aware of it. So yeah, we've got to let that shit go. And that starts, as I say, with awareness that we are having those negative thoughts. We need to start listening and just becoming more aware of them. And I just want to add quickly that I don't think that they ever go away completely for anyone. Um, But we can learn to quieten them and challenge them. And often when we actually become aware of what we're saying to ourselves and how bloody mean it is, we realise that it's crazy that we think we're thinking these things about ourselves. So there you go. Let go of your inner critic and become your own best friend because it's bloody useful when you are your best friend. Okay, so the next thing we need to let go of is assuming that we can't. Assuming that we can't do this and we can't do that, or we can't be this, or we can't be that, or we can't have this, or we can't have that, or we can't change this and we can't change that. Because guess what? We bloody well can. But we've been so conditioned to play really small and to assume that we can't have the lives that we really, truly want or the careers that we really, truly want. We assume that 99% of things are not possible for us. And let me tell you, blokes do not think the same way. Maybe they do to an extent, but not to the extent that women assume they can't do things. And one of my favourite quotes that I used in my first newsletter all those three weeks ago is, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. So we've got to start assuming that we can, because why can't we? If other people are living the kind of lives that we would like, why the hell can't we? Like, why? Seriously, why? I have a quote stuck on the window frame in front of where I'm sitting now, in front of my desk, that says very simply, why not me? And I look at it every day, multiple times. And I want you guys to start asking yourselves that same question. Why not you? Why shouldn't you be able to do the things that you really want to do? I'll tell you why you can't, because you think you can't. You assume that you can't. You assume that to extend yourself beyond the life that you're familiar with is either too hard or just not possible. But please remember that honestly, you are the only person holding you back. No one else. You are. 
and pretty much anything that you can think of that you really want in your life. Someone else, not so dissimilar from you, has it or is it or has done it. And that right there is proof that you can too. We need to look at people who are doing the things that we want to do to prove to ourselves that there's no reason why we can't do it too. We just assume way too often that most things aren't possible for us. And it's a combination of our conditioning, particularly, and as I say, as women, our inherent belief systems that we are not enough, we are not capable, we are not worthy. And so we've got to let go of it because it's bullshit. You can have the kind of life that you want. You can leave your job and start your own business. And just to throw another quote out there, successful people hang on when everyone else has let go. So although we're letting go of something, we also have to hang on, give it time, give it a chance. We expect things to happen magically overnight in this day and age, and they don't. The people who you aspire to be like, they've been chipping away for years and the time is going to pass anyway. So you might as well start chipping away and see where you are in a year or in five years. Because imagine, one thing that actually really made me laugh when I first started this podcast was that several people asked me when it had literally been going for like two months, they were like, so have you started earning money from it yet? And I was like, no, of course not. You don't just start a podcast and then within five minutes get 10 sponsors. Maybe you do if you're famous and you had like 5 million followers to begin with. But for most people, it's not like that. But my point is that don't assume you can't do something. It's just going to take time. And yes, it's going to require probably a lot of hard work initially. And yes, you might need to learn a new skill. But let's just stop assuming And let's let go of the thought that we cannot do or be or have the things that we really, really want in life because we can. It just takes a belief in yourself and action. You've got to take action, imperfect, messy action. That's what I do all the time, messy action. But messy action is better than no action. And, you know, done is better than perfect. Okay, so here's another thing that I want you to let go of. Overthinking decisions, also known as procrastination. Don't get me wrong, I can very easily overthink most things, but I have trained myself, literally trained myself to make decisions faster and just do the damn thing. And it really is something that you can learn to do. And I find it just makes life so much easier when you're not stuck in a constant loop of overthinking every freaking decision that you need to make or overthinking a conversation that you had and wondering what you should have said differently. Overthinking is such a fucking waste of time. And actually, it just leads to more confusion rather than more clarity. And with the vast majority of things that you're overthinking, the truth is that even if you make the quote unquote, wrong decision, it's not going to be the end of the world. And so often you'll find that just by taking some kind of action, that is better than overthinking and procrastinating and not making any decision at all. I used to be rubbish at making decisions and I would totally overthink everything and agonize over things. But in the last couple of years, I've got way better at just making a decision and not thinking too much about it. And like I say, most things you can kind of pivot, pivot, 
trends reference, um, uh, you can pivot pretty easily. And it's actually so much more productive to make a decision than not make any decision at all, even if the decision that you make is the, you know, wrong one. Somehow making a decision just moves things along. And that's usually better than overthinking for ages and ages before you actually take action. So yes, let's let go of overthinking decisions and just decide one way or another. Toss a freaking coin. Try and go with your intuition wherever you can, but just do it. Okay, I've got one more for you. And this is maybe the most important one on this list. We have to let go of trying to be somebody that we are not. You will never, ever be as good at playing the part of somebody you are not as you will at just being you. We are all so much better at just being ourselves than we are at pretending to be a person that we just aren't, even if we think we want to be a certain way. You'll never win the game of being somebody who isn't just truly who you are. And life is just so much easier when you give into yourself and learn to just lean into you. We're never going to be everybody's cup of tea. Never, ever, ever. And actually, when we're really being our authentic selves, then the right people are going to find us. I mean, I watch my followers on Instagram go painfully slowly up bit by bit. I mean, so painfully slowly. And I swear every time I get a new follower, I lose too. And it's really kind of depressing. And it feels like a real slog sometimes trying to grow my followers and therefore my listeners. But I've learned to not get upset when I see that I've lost a few followers off the back of, say, a reel I've just posted. Because what it means is that I'm losing the people who aren't my people. So I don't need them or want them anyway. And, you know, I've thought before about maybe I should try doing this or that, you know, using one of the kind of trending tunes or whatever it may be, you know, whatever it is that's popular that week. But then I think to myself, no, I'm not going to be someone I'm not on Instagram. I'm not going to use a song that happens to be doing the rounds and might get me more exposure Um, if I fucking hate the song because music means a lot to me so I always use music that I love whether it's Bob Seger or the Doobie Brothers or Taylor Swift or I don't know um, Simon and Garfunkel I think I used the other day but the point is that I do me you know I don't try and do someone else um, or what's trending because that wouldn't be who I am and so I don't think it would resonate with the right people And the people who are meant to be part of my tribe, I believe and I trust that they will find me and they will like the way that I do things. And the people who are like, oh God, this woman, they'll leave. And that's fine. Good riddance. Because they're not my people. Anyway, that is quite enough of me for one Saturday. I do hope that this has made you think about some things and that it's been useful in some way. Uh, Until Tuesday, have a good one. And remember that you are awesome. Bye.